0: Welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. I'm Gonzo. I'm
1: Kathy. I'm John. And the empty chair is where John sits.
0: <laughs> so John is on his way back from our small break. Um, Kathy, what episode are we on tonight? Uh, like one fifty-seven, one fifty-eight, one fifty-seven, one fifty-eight. <laughs> ah, all right. Let me see. Uh, podcast. We are on. I don't know, because I didn't, I already deleted that. I'm John. See, there he comes. What is it? No, John just came in, yelling, I'm John. (laughs) We are actually on episode 158.
1: Yay, I was practically right. Alright.
0: Wanted to make sure. So, we're on episode 158, uh, today's going to be an episode of hodgepodge uh, discussion and talking. I am actually going to put together a Gundam model, uh, the Ultraman Gundam model, uh, which actually has light up parts uh, right. and such. Ooh, you yeah, have the chest lights up and the eyeballs light up. Uh, so, we're going to be doing that. Um, other than that, um, let's get to our business. We want to thank all of our sponsors, Tectonic Craft Studios, for making some really cool MDF stuff. We want to thank uh, on Minis for hosting our channel. We want to thank um, Metalhead Minis for hosting and selling our products, which you can find dice, widgets, other cool little things. Uh, and also for Warfare Weekend, which if you didn't see, uh, we put up a new post about Warfare Weekend, um, which we're still trying to sell some stuff from that. Uh, to help support us for the convention later this year. Um, who else? What else did I forget? Creature Caster. We are a Creature Creator. Totally forgot about that one. <laughs> um, I got everybody, didn't I? I went a little bit fast on that. but um, Our normal. John, what are you drinking tonight?
2: Uh, I am having a Moscow Mule.
0: A Moscow Mule. Kathy? I'm
2: having
1: a gin and tonic.
0: And I am having, since I have, still have some, uh, Winter Grind Coffee Stout uh, from uh, Mother's Brewing Company in Missouri. Great beer. Uh, Legionnaires is having a margarita. Um, as long bl- as
2: it's not with pizza. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Captain Mizzy is having a mango strawberry mascada. So, guys, we appreciate you all coming in and listening and watching and doing all this cool stuff. Um, it really, really makes us smile to know that you're out there listening. Um, please be safe. Make sure that you're definitely wearing your mask, keeping track of each other. Somebody needs something, help out when you can help out how you can. Uh, it was pretty evident this last week with all the snowstorms. Um, plenty of people needed help. Um, so from all of us to all y'all cheers. Cheers. I'm going to save this for a second. Because uh, I had a really good dinner before this. We smoked some pork ribs with twice-baked mashed potatoes and baked beans. Man.
2: Now, everyone uh, watching, look away for a second because this isn't meant for you. <laughs> it's <just> for Gonzo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I can send a picture. Who all wants a picture? I can just send you a picture. No, no, man.
1: no. no, no. I
2: need to send another picture. here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it looks so good. Legionnaires had chicken pot pie. Oh, my God. Was it like homemade? Was it a, a Costco chicken pot pie? Or was it like a Marie Callender, you know, chicken pot pie? I mean, it doesn't matter. because The, Marie, the,
0: the Marie Callender ones are amazing, too.
1: Yeah, they're, they're fantastic.
0: Yes.
2: Um, I had so. Jambalaya, which uh, Banion made, so it was pretty good.
0: Ooh, that sounds Plus, good, too. Yeah. Let me switch over to the our, the paint cam
1: been at John Bly in years,
0: years and years. Oh, um, by the way, John, how did your uh, stream go? Your MechWarrior Online.
2: So if you let no, know, John did a MechWarrior Online
0: stream uh, this past went, week.
2: Went for about an hour and a half. And? I want to thank Legionnaires for hanging out the whole time, and Crash for showing up for a little bit, and that's about it.
1: Well, Legionnaires says there's Echo,
0: Echo, Echo. Ooh, hold on. Could be. Hold on.
1: Is that because of the switch in the uh camera
2: Yeah, it's gone. Gone,
1: so it's specifically no. echoing.
0: Yeah, no. Uh there was a bunch of uh audio added that I had to fix. and I didn't fix it on this one.
1: Well, I want uh. Jimmy John's.
2: All right. I don't really like Jimmy John's. They're okay, but
1: They're yeah, well, they're okay. I mean, if somebody gave me some, I would eat it.
2: I mean, if someone gives me most food, I'm gonna eat it.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, fish- Kathy, I don't uh-huh. remember if
0: you rem- i don't know if you remember—but I got this model, the Aloxal Astral, Astral Dragon. Uh huh. And got it and printed out. I will have to wait to print more stuff until the weather gets a bit better. Yeah, it that's is messing with my resin. A lot of people
1: have been saying that because it's so cold. Where oh, they are, it's uh, impossible for them to, to be printing stuff.
0: Yeah, the resin is just not setting up correctly, and it is causing a lot of problems. So, I did pick up some cool new tools that I wanted to try out, too, which probably that's won't be used. Okay. Do what?
2: This is what I'm going to work on tonight.
0: What are you working on? I can't see it. Can you tell oh, me?
1: Oh, you guys, that... That makes me feel like I should have uh, gotten
2: I my... You bring out your Gundam? Well, this isn't a Gundam. These are just toys. <laughs> oh, they're just
0: toys? Okay. Well, I have that Transformer Gundam, that uh, Autobot... But look.
2: Oh, the, uh, look. the Autobot Megatron?
0: Yeah, the Autobot Megatron.
1: I have a new thing thanks to my friend Nestor.
0: Uh, I know Nestor We've had him on the show He sent me a It's a
1: 144 scale uh, Gundam Barbados
0: Oh is it the blue one I'm trying to look On the Uh, screen
1: I'm going to say no Unless I'm missing something
0: Oh He usually sends people that are into Gundam
2: Oh gee. Hold on. Uh Captain Mizzy uh the team transformer, so I'm going to...
1: It is a little blue chest piece. Grab um.
2: some instructions, because I need them
0: to... uh Oh, wait. Did Kathy... Did, oh, Kathy... Oh, you're being forced to transform a uh, transformer on here?
2: Yep. <laughs> I haven't played with this one that much, so I don't know it off the top of my head. I know parts, but...
1: Hey, Sydney. I'm... Welcome to Podcast Night. I um, I am not actually reading Conan the Barbarian right now, as it says on our. Uh, well, I fixed that. Did you? Because it still says Kathy Walper reads Conan the Barbarian stories.
2: No, I fixed it. It's Hotshot Podcast Day. Eh? That's nice tea uh,
1: Ganza is perpetually upside down.
2: He is perpetually. <laughs>
1: The, the only thing we can do to change that is to you know, contribute channel points to uh, to the challenge, which is to uh, make Gonzo stop being weird.
2: Da, 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 da. Which seems
1: kind of impossible. Oh, you read HodgePodge? Maybe I just need to refresh.
2: Uh, I'll go up there. Legs.
0: Okay. So um, I did work on some pieces. I got his head completed. Um, which is done. But I did pick up some new tools. Uh, someone had recommended it on one of the Gundam forum things that I read and I'd never used them, so we're going to kind of use them a little bit today. Um if I can find my pieces that I need to work with. There um, we go. Hey,
1: did you pick up the gold the
0: crazy gold uh Gundam? I I do have the crazy gold one. I just haven't put it together yet. Um cuz that one's super super legit um i do have it it's over there somewhere the one that's like solid gold and plated gold and everything
3: Uh uh-huh
0: yeah i've got that over there okay all right so i'm going to be working on the chest pieces which so he, is he? he
1: put his transformer together, but you didn't make him be the, the big screen. Oh, to do I have, to, do have to make him redo
0: it again? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> Too late. Too late.
0: Too late.
2: So, <laughs> well, that required instructions, Captain They've only transformed that one a couple times, so.
3: Okay. I am
1: already looking forward to uh, reading chapter 2 about the Mountains of Madness, you guys.
2: Oh. Double instructions.
0: I Okay, okay 21, 21, 21 and
2: 22. To keep them in the little plastic thing. That's not clippers. Oh, cool, Legionnaires. And then with those Starks, finally.
0: Do you know what? What did Legionnaire say?
2: He uh, finished his Stark starter set now.
0: oh nice. Yes. A, okay, so I picked up something because someone told me I should try these out, and they were super, super cheap. So I figured I would do it. I wouldn't say super, super cheap, but cheap enough. So I need, hold on, a... 28. And I'd never seen before, but hey, why not? Twenty-three over here. And Kathy, you may have seen them or used them, but they're um, fiberglass brushes. Uh-oh, got a raid coming.
1: you working on tonight? Was it another one of the, uh, another one of those cardboard terrain buildings? Is that all of them? By any chance?
0: Someone give, make sure to give a shout out to that lucky individual.
3: Oh,
2: um.
0: So, Kathy, I don't know if you've ever used any of these fiberglass brushes meant for... Like, getting rid of mold lines and everything? Have you ever used one of these before?
2: No. I mean, it's it's like a brass brush just made for softer materials. Yeah.
0: Someone was like, this stuff is really, really good for mold lines and stuff like that. And I was like, I'll try it out. And, I mean, it's kind of neat. It it definitely helps when you're trying to put and get into, like, tight spots or whatever. So... It's just a little pin, and you twist them up and down to, you know, move the tip and such. Twist them
1: up and down to move the tip. Got it. (laughs)
2: Uh, What are we talking
3: about? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's what he said.
2: Okay, um, uh, you be you, man. Alright,
1: so. Got... Jura-Sand sanding twigs. Okay. What a sanding twig is. I'm living in the Dark Ages over here.
0: You're using fingernail files, aren't you?
1: Uh huh. No, we have these. That's what these are. That's what they call these. I mean, I just call them little emery boards. Sanding twigs. Way to mark why, that. Why would we're going to put... make emery boards of varying grits, and we're going to make them skinny and call them sanding twigs. That's fair. Yes, we do use these. I just didn't realize that's what they were called.
2: <laughs> uh, why would you do this? God, they put these plastic straps over everything. And some of them don't even keep them in the container, which I think was the whole purpose, but hey.
1: They work fantastic for uh, plastic, for resin, for uh, some of the smaller lines on on uh, metal stuff. Uh, Sidney wants to know what your special tool is called, Gonzo. I believe she's <laughs> yeah. talking about the brass
0: brush tool. Well, um, they're just called... Um, <laughs> They're just called um, fiberglass brushes. Uh, this one's a Euro tool from, and it's made in Germany. And then I got one that's a little bit thicker and it's in, it's another one made in Germany. Um, but it has fiberglass at the end of it. And you just use it to file down whatever you're trying to file down. Um, uh, use it like a pen. And yeah, so. You're killing me. Killing me. It, it, it's.
1: It's tiny.
0: It's tiny. <laughs>
2: I, we're 12, sorry. Uh, I was going to say, Eurotool's is actually a really good company. They used to uh, partner with Games Workshop for their hobby stuff way, way back in the day. I, they, I still have my Eurotool uh, uh, cutters that are great. They're not in perfect shape after you know 20-some years, but they're pretty good. And I still have a couple Eurotool handles for uh, uh, x blades that work well.
0: Yeah, I mean, this stuff is... You can tell that it's... You're not going to be f- sanding down metal with it. It's meant for plastics and stuff like that. So... It, so far, it's done pretty good. It's not really scratched up or messed up anything. So... Ah, I got itch. But, for stuff like this, it's kind of worth it. There's not really many mold lines. and I, feel I mean. like
1: that's what I would want for a Gundam, because... While they are clean and and so well engineered. They do, they do have some mold lines. Yes. And uh, it's not like they're huge, but it would have, it would have satisfied me more when I was putting together that first one, if I had had something to to just file away at least a little bit of the mold line.
0: Yeah, I figured I would try them out because I mean, like I said. There's little bitty pieces and such, and getting into like smaller cracks would probably. Like this piece right here, this little bitty nub, and I can just, you know, scratch it right off.
1: Just Brush that nub.
0: Yep, brush that nub, and it's done. I mean, I get closer with, you know, the, the, the clipper as close as I can, and then just take the, the brush and brush it off. You know, that little extra bit that's on there.
2: Mm-hmm. That's sort of the idea, like when you're using like said of brass brush. Yeah. Um, I want to show something real quick. What uh, I'm Is these came in in the two weeks since we last uh, did it. And you can barely see it, but that clear thing is my action figure base with the peg holes, which is super cool. And it's got the cutouts here so you can uh, put them together. I've got my three uh, Mandalorian armored... People here in hooked together, and it's really cool. They're on Etsy.
0: Is it like the gun? Kind of like the Gundam bases?
2: Um, not exactly. They're literally just a like um, cut clear plastic into a shape with two pegs sticking up for you to put the uh, put in the heel or foot wherever it is. They've got uh, two different size pegs on each one. For example, here. You'll see that Sabine is only using one of the pegs because her feet are small, so this big peg here won't fit, but the yeah, small one will, and she stays on pretty well. So,
0: putting the light so, package. Oh. Has
1: a question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, people have been talking about the vortex mixers on YouTube.
3: It's
0: because you
1: AliExpress, an English language site for the Chinese website Alibaba, to save forty dollars versus Amazon.
2: I would use something that has a very good protection, like a PayPal or a credit card that's only used for online for that. Correct. I don't want to say that it's not trustworthy, but you want one where you're very much aware of where you're using it so that you can uh, be sure nothing, uh, unfortunate is happening.
0: Yeah, that way your money just isn't ripped away from you. We're
1: getting, getting you. a raid, you guys. From who? Shark Box is raiding us.
0: Well, Reed, thank you
1: so Shark much for that read Shark in a Box.
0: Uh, That's too.
1: What What were you doing on your stream, Shark? <laughs> tell us. Tell us all about the things that you do.
0: All right. A127.
1: And welcome, readers.
0: Welcome, to everybody. To our
1: podcast night where, where it's actually, we don't have a topic tonight. We're just talking about whatever, and Gonzo is putting together Gundam, and John is putting together...
2: Yeah. More of opening up some toys that have been sitting around for a couple months. I like to have a backlog, so when I get the urge to open up an action figure, I don't have to go, because otherwise you go crazy. You got, like, too many. Shark was painting
1: Brainy Tyranids. I saw pictures of your Brainy Tyranids, I think, on... uh... Instagram or in a Discord or something. I like the Brainy Pyrenees. They look awesome. Feel free to post the link if you want.
3: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Let's see. Hopefully. Yeah, I'd, I'd just be careful on that, Legionnaires. You don't want to... I'm very careful. Like, if I do anything on any remotely questionable website, I just am careful and use a certain credit card for it.
0: Yeah, that way you can get your money back. Because a lot of those that you're talking about, they take your money and run or they send you something that's not what you ordered.
2: Yep. I had one on PayPal where they, it was a keyboard that was sort of split down the middle. So you could have it separated. Seemed kind of cool. The price was amazing. So I ordered it and, uh, it never came. I went to their website again. I couldn't, they, there was no website there anymore. So since I'd paid with PayPal, I just had PayPal look into it. And, uh, the only communication I got from the sender was that like, oh, hey, PayPal hurts us because we're a small business. Uh, please rescind your your uh, challenge. And I'm like, no, I ain't got shit. So PayPal refunded me. And when their package arrived, it was not a keyboard. It was a USB speaker. <laughs> and it, it was not even remotely what I was looking for. So,
0: Which I've heard a lot from like AliExpress and Alibaba and all of those. Or you're like, oh, you get this 10-foot-tall teddy bear, and the, the thing is it's actually 10 centimeters.
2: Yeah, 10 centimeters
1: here. So we should say, uh, since there are new people coming in with, with the raids, that More Than Dice a podcast is our Sunday night podcast
3: uh, mm-hmm.
1: that we've been doing for, well, 158 episodes, 150. It was 158, right?
0: Yeah, we're on 158. I don't know
1: why I'm having trouble remembering that number. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So every Sunday night we do this podcast. And then during the week I paint miniatures on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And on Fridays I read Pulp Fiction. Uh, This last Friday I just finished – Reading Conan the Sumerian and the People of the Black Circle, written in 1934 by Robert E. Howard. Uh, it's a Conan the Barbarian story, and it took three sessions, three Fridays, to get that one done. I already have the next one picked out. So, yeah. Ah, thanks for the link, Shark. Now we can go. We can go see 'em. D look sharp.
0: Oh, they look
2: color cool.
1: Scheme.
2: Yeah, those are great.
0: Hey, if you're working on something, go ahead and post it up so we can see it, because that's kind of what we're doing Is that today.
2: A dead ultramarine? I'm all about that ultramarine.
1: Yeah, anybody's welcome to post pictures of their work.
0: Yes. Yeah. Ooh, check out that bright light.
2: That's a good light. Oh wow!
0: And then he's got his head and his
2: eyeballs light up too. I must be honest, LEDs have done a ton for all sorts of lighting. It yeah. makes many... me
1: think of Micronauts all of a sudden.
2: Oh Micronauts yeah, that's deep down. Yeah it is.
1: Uh-huh. Back in the day.
2: Uh, well, I mean, they're they still try. They've had many, many, many attempts at coming back. No, I said attempts.
1: Geeky Tadiki says, I haven't read a Conan book in ages. I only vaguely remember them from my brother's bookshelf. That's where I remember them from, too. Well, not your brother, but my brother. Uh, (laughs) He had, like, the whole series. I never read any of them. So The People of the Black Circle was my very first Conan uh, book that I read. It it wasn't technically a book. It appeared in Weird Tales magazine in three installments. And the one I'm reading next week is, is, I don't remember the name of it, Hour of the Dragon, I want to say. But that one also appears in three different uh, issues of Weird Tales magazine, so it should be uh, it should be fun. The first one was so cheesy, and everybody in the comments was, or in the chat was leaving comments, and that just made it so much more fun. Make right says, "Okay, back from cleaning up after a crazy night of solo D and D module adventure. Cool."
3: That sounds cool, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's been. What's the? What's it called officially? Make right. Is it? It's not solo D and D, is it? There's. It's got a name, and I don't remember it for some reason.
2: Okay. One down.
1: So but he's been streaming that and that's been fun to watch. I liked I really like the world uh the world building part. If there's a name other than solo D and D, I don't know it. That's fair.
3: You know, How to host
1: it. a dungeon. That's it. Oh yeah. How to host a dungeon thing.
2: So I did Prowl there out of the Prowl and Ironhide two-pack. I'm going to leave Ironhide for later. Did someone force you to of... transform again? No, but I yeah. opened them. I always transform when I open them.
0: Oh, okay. I was just kind of curious because I... I also I...
2: figured out, I mean, he was easy. I didn't really need instructions because he's the third of what's called the Dotson Brothers, which was Prowl, uh, Blue Streak, and Smokescreen.
1: Are they just pickup trucks?
2: Well, no, they used to be old Datsun uh, 300ZXs. Uh, from the 80s.
1: Uh huh.
2: So and they were uh... all the same old, and they were called the Dotson Brothers cause there were three of them, sort of like the three Decepticon uh, F 15s. Um, so he's the third of the Dotson Brothers. I got the other two back here. Uh, this one is Smokescreen, and this one is Blue Streak, even though he's blue and he's not. It's a long story. I'm not going to get into it. I <laughs> take the blue one to be Blue Streak. Actually, let's get him closer here. Hold on. Uh, tut, 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 tut. This is Smokescreen. He's actually based off a racing one. Actually, an actual racer's one, which is cool. You know. Boom. And then this is Blue Streak. He is silver because that was the color he is. Some of There has been some versions of him that were blue, but they generally keep him in his classic paint scheme, which I really like, actually. Uh, too Long Didn't Read. Uh... I think they named him Quicksilver, but there were problems with it, so they changed it to Blue Streak because he's fast. And there you go, even though he's not blue. Um, but there are a lot of, since the original Transformers were imported from Japan, Diaclone and such, um, there's a lot of multiple colors for guys. Um, sort of how people occasionally found a Bumblebee that was actually red that was not, that was a, still a Volkswagen Beetle, but he was red instead of yellow because sometimes they were just different colors. What's that? I need a new shelf for all my Transformers. That's getting to be too much. What? These are only the Autobots. Only the Autobots. I got the Decepticons you over there. You
1: need like a, a stacking shelf. You need a tall yeah. shelf so you can keep building up.
2: Yeah. I need to watch it because I bought, I bought one. I'm going to grab it real quick.
1: Sidibus is asking, how do you all know each other?
0: Um... Crabs. Well, I met John from another podcast I used to do, um, and we became friends, and we, when that podcast shut down, him and I decided to make our own podcast, and we originally had another guy uh, on here, but he couldn't do it, and so I went searching for someone I could know that would knew how to paint and was good at painting, because I suck at painting, um, and was don't... very good at hobbying. And so I searched and searched and I sent a message to Kathy and said, hey, on your way back from ReaperCon.
1: (laughs) You didn't know I was, so I didn't know either of these guys. I didn't know either of these guys and I I don't even know how you got my name.
0: I went searching (laughs) and looking around at people and. Uh,
2: Stop. We went looking for the best. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I get, so I get a message while I'm driving back to Chicago from ReaperCon uh, about this. And I thought, well, uh, let's see what they're about. And at that time, you had seven or eight episodes, mm-hmm. I think. And I was able to listen to those on my drive. And I'm like, well, these guys seem amusing and, you know, oh, but they, they
3: saying...
2: know
1: how to intelligently talk about games.
2: That's false. I don't, <laughs> don't, don't talk about
1: anything. Also, I, did I mention it was right after a convention, so I was I was probably uh, sleep-deprived.
0: That checked and, out. That and checked. not in yeah. my
1: right mind.
0: Now that we a can understand.
1: Decision. Oh.
2: so <laughs> I want to show you guys this one real quick. This is a third-party Transformer. And it may not look like crap, because third-party Transformers are generally really good. Uh, It's funny, this is a car version of Windblade they call Wheelblade. Windblade's usually a... She's like a fan-created one. She's like a jet that turns into a female Transformer with a sword. And uh, I really like the character, but I haven't found a good version of her. And this came out third-party, so I picked it up. Uh, The only problem with it, uh, besides the sheath keeps falling off there is that it is super complicated and out of scale. To give you an idea, here's Ironhide, who's a reasonably mid-the-tall Transformer, and he is a bit shorter than her. And he turns into a minivan, she turns into a Porsche. So, scale, not so much. But I still love her. It's a cool model. A cool toy. Uh, well, this not exactly cheap, but not super expensive. Um, and uh, just in case Captain Mizzy's wondering, this is not one I will ever transform for Transform It as a uh, channel uh, points award because this one is super complicated. It would take me uh, probably a good 15-20 minutes. Because it is not... Like I said, it's complicated. But it's also really cool. She sits over on a different shelf because she's at a scale. And the better thing is they made it... Uh, since it's based off another model they made for Transformers Headmasters. Her head pops off and is, of course... A little transformer. A little transformer.
1: Her head is a tiny transformer?
2: Yep. Yeah, that was the whole thing of Headmasters. It was actually people in suits who would uh, become the heads of the Transformers.
3: That's
2: cool. Japan's, Japan's odd, so I mean, hey. No, no, Katamizi, that's not a good channel challenge because it's
3: oh.
2: it's this is an intricate model. There was a point when I first got it and transformed it that I actually had to refer to a video from someone else who had gotten the model and see how they transformed it because there were parts I like. There's like a part in here where you twist it around, flip it down, and then twist it around and flip it down again. And it is the most counterintuitive thing, but when you go from a small you know, Porsche to this transformer, it's actually still pretty cool. So she's pretty cool. Just got a sword. I like things with swords, which is why Drift's back there. But, anyways, that's enough of me rambling up on for There's now, isn't another it?
1: another question from Sidby. Have you all met in person? Uh, I met Gonzo at Adepticon
2: mm-hmm.
1: for the first time. Was it three years ago? 2019. Three
2: years ago? Oh, no, cause it, had be, it had to be 2018, because Gonzo could go to 2019. Gonzo so
1: last time.
2: Yeah, and then yeah. Um, I went to 2020.
1: So I, I met him. Hey, Jarrett. Welcome. Have fun at D&D.
2: And uh, I've met Gonzo in person at uh, War Machine Weekend very briefly. Yes. Before we we're on a podcast together. Correct.
1: And I've never met John. Although we... We, we know a bunch of the same people, <laughs> we, we which do. I mean, it's, it's this community, you know, you're bound to know somebody mutual.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I knew a lot of people in the GW world and a lot of them moved out to, uh, some of them moved out to Chicago and others are just, you know, popular people in the world. A lot of us in this area that I'm in were Games Workshop first. So
1: he keeps asking why one of us is upside down. Gonzo. I have
0: no clue. It must be because I'm streaming from
2: Australia again. Hey, It's because he's weird. <laughs>
1: it's because he's it's weird. Gonzo, weirdo. In fact, there is a community challenge. Uh,
2: yeah, there is a community challenge. ten channel
1: points <laughs> to get him to stop being weird for one episode.
2: So we yeah, don't have to
1: look at him be upside down.
2: Definitely do that one and the one where Kathy reads, do not do hydrate John. Oh wait,
0: did someone say hydrate? Beer.
1: I'm hydrating with tea right now. I have a jasmine tea right now and it's finally cool enough where I can drink it without searing my, the roof of my mouth off and it smells so good
0: it sounds yeah. good you know what's funny yeah. Kathy is talking about whenever I was looking for somebody to take the place <clears throat> I would asked around in the industry of people that I knew that you know did hobbying and painting and all that stuff and they gave me names, and I was like, eh, uh, uh, "And I went, no, I went Kathy." And what was interesting was the the cold call, pretty much. Of, hey, and
1: they said, "That girl, are you sure?"
0: <laughs> Actually, I was told to make sure I get you um, because of your skill. But the interesting part was the cold call of sending you a message going, hey, uh, blah, 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 you know, we're looking for somebody, would you be interested?
2: You don't know me, bud.
0: Well, and and on top of that, you know, Kathy had a, I wouldn't say a fear, but a concern about streaming and doing stuff, you know, solo and on camera. Because remember, we first were gonna have Kathy do like tutorial videos. Good night, shark in a box. Night, shark Good night, in a box. Thanks
2: for Hey, look, I'm not gonna fault anyone coming from the guy who failed speech, almost failed speech class in high school. If y'all believe that,
0: <laughs> but it
2: was uncomfortable speaking in front of people.
0: Yeah.
2: Hashtag teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and nerdy teenager, are that?
1: But you know, it's funny because uh, making videos, I've discovered this about myself: making tutorial videos uh, is hard for me. It it makes me anxious. It makes me want to not do things. However, then I decided I would I would instead stream my painting live. Because it turns out that it's easier for me to talk about what I'm doing while I'm in the process of doing it and and sort of analyze the process while it's happening instead of creating a lesson plan. Uh, So that's how I, that's the whole reason why I started streaming my painting during the week.
2: Oh yeah, that's a common thing actually. I uh, watch a video series where he's doing uh, doing a bunch of stuff on a nuclear submarine and you get those guys, and you put them on the spot, and they start to stutter and all that. But you get them in their element, those those navy guys, then like just you know, how do you do this? And he's like, this, this. They're like, boom, 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 boom. It's sometimes it's just in the head. You frame it the right way for what works for you.
1: Yeah. Yes, Nevik, I enjoy the conversation instead of the the talking head thing, and I find it interesting because before streaming, I never really, I never really thought consciously about the how and the why that, that I do things, the way I approach miniature painting and the different techniques and everything. Um, I never really thought about it. I just, it's just things I did and learned, you know, as I painted and, and I didn't take classes. So I, I wasn't able to, you know, see how other people explain it. I think there's a lot of people who teach classes or do tutorials that have taken classes from other people and they can kind of, there's like a, a language for it that's kind of developed. And I didn't know what that language was, so for me to try and explain in a video how how I'm doing object source lighting or how I paint flames or, uh, well, actually, the painting flames one was, was easy because I've, I've talked to people enough about that particular thing. But then I didn't know what, what should I do. Should I, I could do an eyeball painting one or I could just stream. And then every time I paint eyeballs, I can explain to people what it is that I'm doing. So, but the thing that's interesting is since I've explained my way through eyeballs enough times... I probably could do a class in painting eyeballs, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But but before, I, I wasn't at a place mentally where, where I felt like I could explain that or come up with any kind of a lesson plan for it.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, what's f- interesting about the whole thing, what I was building to, is that uh, now that you're doing, yeah, this, doing this...
1: You just got you just the echo again. Like,
0: it's coming from someone's... I
1: feel like you bumped, bumped something.
0: something. No, it's John's mic picking up. Um, That... that. Yeah, there, it is still. there
2: it is still. Is it there again? Yeah, it's mm. still there. Yeah, it's still there.
0: That doing this and you streaming now, any time that you're late or not able to get on air, I get flooded with messages. Where's Kathy? Where's Kathy? Kathy, (laughs) where's Kathy? Yes, I do. Uh, And and it comes through because you know I have all the connections through you know me, so I can get them real quick. So you don't, y'all don't have to worry about any of that stuff. And that one day that you were late uh, last week, um, everybody's like,
1: Oh, was that when my uh, when my computer decided it wanted to uh, fuck off? It was like detecting (laughs) an error, so I'm just gonna restart now. Like, yes, two minutes after I. Yeah, that was fun.
0: Yeah, because I, I got messages not only on personal text messages from Captain Mizzy, but from other people and from thinking, is Kathy okay? What's going on with Kathy? <laughs> and I was laughing because I was like, well, there you go. 18 and 20. So, and
1: I was running behind that day yes. anyways. I was just, I wasn't having the best day that day. <laughs>
0: No, because I was like, okay, I'll check on it, and, and that's, I sent that message, and I was like, okay, is Kathy you doing okay, and then you're up, and then I go to check the message, make sure everything's going okay, and you're fine, it was just, you know, a glitch, but you're, you're a member of the community, and people worry, you know, and people are like, you're part of my daily routine now. And so I I think that's amazing because I'll every once in a while I'll jump on Twitch and go check out you know artists that we don't follow you know just people to see what they're like and everything and uh, I'll jump in there and it's like oh Kathy isn't following this person let's see what they're going you know see what they're doing and such and uh, they're like oh hey Kathy and I'm like ah oh, now I got to tell them it's not Kathy <laughs> <laughs> but it's just Gonzo. <laughs>
1: I love this community. I think the the miniature painting uh, RPG community, there's a lot of crossover between like the D&D RPG community and the miniature painting community. I think that's fantastic. And all the people that I've met, you know, who are, you know, streamers or people who hang out in the chat of these different streamers have all just been super friendly.
0: Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's even bigger now because we all can't go anywhere. We can't Everybody's do anything. Everybody's
1: trapped at home. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do tonight? I don't know. I guess I'll watch people stream D&D. <laughs> or miniature painting. Or, you know. Yeah. And it, Twitch and Discord have been my refuge for, uh, for socializing. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah. Holy moly. Because I... I like to, I like to socialize. It's funny because I always think of myself as being an introvert, but I do like to, to listen to other people having conversations. Uh, I like to paint in a group, like when when we used to go to the Games Workshop Battle Bunker. They had the paint bar there, and we would all sit around the paint bar, and it was like cheers, but for miniature painting and you know and i had mine shot and everybody knew each other's name and you know we all talked about warhammer and you know miniature painting and other stuff and and it's a lot like that
0: well this week um you know i started working on and getting stuff ready for warfare weekend which of course isn't happening until november fingers crossed. And I started reminiscing about, you know, past conventions and stuff. And I was like, I was like, oh, man, I miss that so much. I miss hanging out with people, nerding out about stupid stuff. Um, and just, you know, being around my people, as they say. Because I mean, there's, there's something to uh, about that of just being around the people that you know, that most of the time we're around people that we Care about and they don't care about our hobbies and stuff, but there's something about being in a convention and doing it at a convention than in doing it, you know, at your local game store. Well, uh, and you could see also, people. I mean,
2: people are tribal, so they like to get with people who are similar.
0: Correct. So, I mean, it was just, it just came through this week, and I was like, oh man, I can't wait. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. I'm ready.
1: Vietjanares wants to nerd out about the Crucible Guard CID.
0: I have not had a chance. Oh! Talking about that, uh, I actually put a purchase in for a new War Machine model, which I need for an army, because I got invited to a small man tournament coming up this weekend on Saturday. It's going to be small, local. You know, keep it with the people. And it's not local. They're It's in uh, Springfield, which is like four hours away. But it's a a group of people that I do stuff with all the time. Um, You know, they've got certain procedures put in, and so on and so forth. And I'm just like, I'm like, it's another reason I've been jonesing to get together and play games, which we all have. Don't you know? Don't get us wrong. But I was like, I actually bought new models for my Grimkin army. Which is a weird thing to do.
2: Why would someone do that?
0: One, the model's actually really fucking cool. And two, well, I need it for a tournament because I want to play with them. And Grimkin's one of my armies. Probably going be my only army. Ugh,
2: ugh. I like it when the Transformers get to a point where it's like, I don't need to look at the instructions anymore. I know how parts of this go together because (laughs) it becomes intuitive because it's not always intuitive, honestly. So There's Ironhide, mostly in truck mode. The only problem is his feet are kind of visible at the back there, which is a problem, but you can't win them all, right? And then his shield becomes the top of the truck, which is really cool, actually the windows pop
0: out and all. Oop, that's not supposed to go. Boom. There. Boom. And that. C1-6. So I'm going to go with just the basic punching so, bands on my Ultron. Ultraman first.
2: Ultron? That's someone else entirely.
0: I know. I corrected myself. Come
2: on. Oh. It's even better. His gun can actually store in here this little peg in the center and a hole in the side of his gun. You can store his gun in the center. That's really cool. I love when they little stuff like that because it's like, oh, cool. Oops, that didn't work. I like when parts don't fall on the ground.
0: But no, Kathy and I joked, I, I called Kathy up one day, I was like, hey, need to tell you about something that happened last night, and it was because, you know, I was, after the show, I was just looking at other people to follow, and, you know, put on the air, and, you know, do whatever, because, I mean, we help support everybody, and it was just hilarious, because it was constantly, hey, Kathy, not Kathy, sorry. <laughs> so, you've done, you've put a positive impact on the community. It's just, it's hilarious at some points. haha. we're on. We only got two pages left. I'm not talking about the stickers, though.
2: Boom. Sorry, not, not quite totally done. I got what is holding Hi, him Hinton. up.
0: Hinton. Hinton. Hey, Hinton. what's
2: up, buddy? Yeah, we don't have a social uh, command yet, Sorry.
0: I
1: thought there was There is
2: a social command.
1: Gonzo, did did it get disabled on accident? I may have accidentally disabled it when I was editing things.
0: Let me see. Uh, Oh, really? Oh, darn it. There is a social. Give me a second. There should have been.
1: All I can hear is John. Is it I'm hearing you doing your transformer. Yes.
2: John? Yes. You hear plastic parts moving because some stuff's coming apart that shouldn't it come kind apart. Kind of sounds like a Rubik's cube. It is a little like a Rubik's cube sometimes. Trying to see what I'm doing wrong here. Nothing. Nothing inherently looks like, looks like it's just being a biatch, which is a problem sometimes. And who mentioned that? oh yeah make right actually i uh i would love to get a voltron most of the ones that are good are very expensive so i'd have to save up for it so i have not uh basically i've been trying to get all those parts of my childhood that i love what is not hooking up right something's not there we go all right Sometimes you just gotta get the front and the back to all line up together, and sometimes it doesn't necessarily. But, um.
0: Uh, we just have uh, the one that's only active right now, I think, the is the Facebook, Facebook one. Let's see if it's. There it is. There we go. I'll make a social one tonight then and
2: fix it. Um, it's a big truck. Kind of cool. It's really cool because he looks, he looks the closest to his uh, old uh, Generation 1 version because they don't have licenses to make actual vehicles anymore. So that's why most of them look like a Datsun. Like this, it looks kind of like a Datsun, but not exactly. Because they have to be careful. Um, that would be the masterpiece line where they license them and they're very expensive and very good. But hey. Is what it is.
1: I guess at some point I'm gonna have to do another uh, another Gundam. Yeah. Because I have this one now. I have this one now. That Barbados. Barbados. So that's gonna be fun. And it's smaller and simpler. Than the
2: other one. That's a
1: That I did. The other one I did was so much fun. So this one should be kind of a snap.
2: I like him. He's got a good classic Gundam look. Yeah. Cause I'm sort of a classic Gundam guy. So.
1: Make right. You. do Oh, I think you would probably enjoy it. It's very much like a
0: puzzle.
2: Yeah, I I actually have a bunch on my uh, Amazon shopping list. Um, The one I want to come back into stock, they actually have sort of a uh, uh, a, Gundam-like, sort of like a Gunpla model, but it's uh, Gypsy Danger from Pacific Rim. And I would love that, but, you know, it's out of stock. And not cheap. That seems to be the thing. Most things are not cheap.
1: Nope, done, so that didn't work.
2: Yeah, I noticed.
1: Legionnaires, you've got bolt action Americans too. Cool. Oh,
2: would you it sounds like Legionnaires has like all sorts of the uh all sorts of the games. She's got like most rebels,
1: of us. he's got Starks, he's got bolt action Americans. Sidwe says I don't like assembling minis. Oh, I'm the same way. I would <laughs> Yeah, that's my least favorite.
2: That's really cool Voltron, but I think it's just
1: But Lego yeah, Lego Lego's great. Uh I had a lot of fun with the the <laughs> putting together a Gundam kit isn't like assembling a model. It's more like a a three D puzzle to me. Uh following the the instructions and getting everything snapped together. And that's the great thing about it is the, all the pieces it's so well engineered, all the pieces just snap together.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You don't have to glue anything. You don't have to file stuff if you're not, you know, going to be crazy, you know, one of the crazy gunpla people that the
0: perfect grades.
1: Yeah. Doing the perfect things with the fancy paint jobs and everything. I didn't do any of that to mine, but I really enjoyed putting it together. It was, uh, it was therapeutic and I'm looking forward to putting together this uh, second one because I've I've only put together one it is, it is satisfying the satisfying little click and pop when you when you get some of those uh, pieces put together of course I was I was fortunate that the person who sent me my my very first Gundam kit he had the same one and we did a multi-stream so, both of us were putting them together, the same kit, side by side. So, he was kind of uh, coaching me through my first one.
2: Side by side, huh?
1: Yep. In tandem.
2: Oh, I was going to Hudson Hawk, sorry. <laughs> Great movie.
1: I, I need to watch that again. I thought I bought Hudson Hawk, but it turns out it was just a rental. Oh, So, but I have it in my, I have the Blu-ray in my wish, in my, in my cart, like eight bucks right now.
2: Yeah, there's a point where I will just buy a Blu-ray. Spoiler for the hobby, for the, oh, it's not even (laughs) a spoiler because media section's coming up. I actually bought one of the two movies I watched this, well, I actually watched three movies, but I bought one of the three last week. The other one I owned and the third one was streaming.
1: Well, it is only three minutes away from the media section.
0: I tried to put mind. in that in, Kathy, and for some reason it's not taking.
1: I think it just doesn't like to do that well live. That happened to me. I couldn't edit <laughs> something. Oh, well,
3: well, Legionnaires,
2: we could just swing it on a star, but uh, you know, me singing is not a good thing. Wow. Was that you, Gonzo? What? All that sound.
1: Sounds like somebody's sharpening a pencil in the background.
2: You know what?
0: How about now? That's better. That was my mini heater I have in my room that I would put to my... Um, uh, whatchamacallit? call it? My resin. So it would heat up my resin, keep my resin heated and everything. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, no, it can't figure out how. I guess it's not going to be on there.
1: Yes, for his 3D printer, Hinton. Yes.
0: Two printers. Uh, I have a resin and uh, an uh Photon S and an uh, Ender 3 Pro. Which resin printing is not going on right now because it's just way too cold to keep and try to keep everything warm. So,
2: what's way too cold? Out of curiosity.
0: Um, it needs to be at like seventy so degrees. Okay. And so it's it's got to keep it's got to keep it just right. And lately, I've had a lot of failed prints, so I'm like, I'm just gonna wait until after and then not worry about it.
2: No worries, just curious. Um, I don't. Because honestly, different states have a different idea of what uh, too cold is. is this is
1: in the negatives yes. outside, yes, but indoors.
2: But still, yeah, that that's
0: hard. trying to keep it regulated. I was like, eh, fuck it.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, that's
0: fair.
1: We have we have a heater, and we're getting a. Excuse me. We're getting a grow tent to put the printer in, or the printers. Don't ask me about our printers. I haven't even laid eyes. Night, on them.
0: legionnaires. <laughs> night, legionnaires. Take it easy.
1: Good night, legionnaires. Hope you feel better.
0: So we got the chest and one arm finished before the. The media section, and I still can't figure mm-hmm. out how to get this going. But um, other than that, uh, I actually tried to make it in somewhere else in Streamlabs chatbot. Maybe that'll do it. It'll be exclamation point social. And it probably is not going to do it.
2: Nope, it's just being a bot. Stop yeah. being a bot
1: that minus 24 windchill or is that real temp? I mean, it's cold either way. Once you get once you get (laughs) down to like less than 20, it's cold.
2: Yeah, I don't really split hairs at that point. Yeah. Especially because I don't have a winter jacket. Well, I have a winter jacket, but I don't wear it because it is of a logo of a sports team that no longer technically exists. (laughs) It has been an ordeal to get a new winter jacket. My mom was buying me one for Christmas, and they're all too small. They say they're 2X, but it's not 2X. It's 14 teenagers to Wear It. <laughs> I, I get stopped occasionally, and you get the old people who are like, uh, you know, hey, son, you know they changed the team name. I'm like, yeah, yeah. They don't call them Washington anymore because all those damn senators. <laughs> I'm like fair play, old guy, but uh, so I'm mostly running around with a hoodie. It's been tempered enough that I can get through it. Fun going out in the sleet with a hoodie, let me tell you.
1: I think it's sleeting here. Uh, it's the kind of snow where you could hear it. Yep. <laughs> so, and it's in the it's in the upper 30s, and it's been in the single digits for all week. So today, it climbing up into the 30s was a surprise for me because I wasn't keeping my eye on uh, the weather forecast.
2: Well, the hardest part is that now it it melts some of uh, the much, much snow you have and then it'll freeze overnight and become ice. Because Yay, ice!
1: It's actually supposed to be in the 30s for the next few days. It? I you mean, I don't know, know what the some lows of are going to be, but highs in the 30s the next few days—I'll take it.
2: I mean, because don't you guys have like I don't know, several feet of snow piled up?
1: We have a couple feet of snow. Now. Yeah. We have about 50 uh 50 centimeters of snow for those people that that uh, don't speak in freedom units.
0: I officially have enough snow. Is there such thing as enough snow?
2: Yes, <laughs> though I generally find I don't usually get enough snow. It's either not enough or too fucking much.
1: I am in Chicago, Sydney Yes. Uh, okay. So officially, had enough snow. Yes, I agree. I have also had enough snow. Now is the time for the snow to start melting, and you know the crocuses to start pushing their little heads up through the uh, the last remaining ice. And then Kathy gets to sit out on the front step again and enjoy the sunshine.
3: Okay. Yeah, so for the people like- that
0: don't know, this is our media section where we're going to talk about things that we've watched, read, listened to, you name it. Um, don't forget that we do have some challenges going on right now. Uh, one is to force my camera to the right side angle for one podcast. Um, being championed by Captain Mizzy of all people. Um, and then other one is to force John to drink nothing but water during the podcast, and we skip that one. No, that that remember, mine is the one that is the you know, you know, just to get you to throw points at. While the real real trophy is John's, that's the real trophy. Um, False lies. (laughs)
1: Getting John to drink water for an entire stream
0: is and nothing but water. The entire stream. Uh, for that. the
1: chapter <laughs> challenge though
2: is is yeah, yes, that's the,
0: that's the cooler one. That's the cool one. Uh, <laughs> Kathy will be reading if you if she makes her if y'all make her challenge, she will read chapter two from the Mouth of Madness, uh, and she has to stop whatever she's doing and do it unless it's on Friday because that's when she does her read along. Yeah, uh, if
1: it happens on Friday, that means it gets postponed until during our podcast.
0: And John and I decide when she has to start reading it. So we will have to figure that out when it comes Happens. happen. If so it happens. If John
2: hasn't, read, hasn't watched any movies that week, you can expect it to come during the media section. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it has to be a full chapter. Uh, but in this one, uh, besides the two things that I did forget to watch one of them, didn't get forget to, just didn't get time to watch John, uh, I have two other shows. That I watched. Uh, Kathy, how many did you have? Uh, two
1: and a half.
0: Two and a half. John?
2: One above the two we were both supposed to watch.
0: Oh, so I'll go, then Kathy go, and then you go. How about that?
2: That sounds normal. All right.
0: So I watched a new uh, movie that came on, and it was called um, A Monster Calls, uh, which is on Netflix, which is based off of a book. Um, and... It's a story about a kid dealing with life issues and how he's handling those life issues. Um, and um, it's done really well. Uh, graphics are really, really good in this, uh, because the monster is a giant treeman, um, that really doesn't torture this kid, but you know, makes this kid realize what's going on in his life and face his fears type thing. Um, if you ever watched I Kill Giants or read the graphic novel, it's based on the same theory of this kid's going through a hard time and he's trying to rationalize everything and get things going and this is how he's doing it.
2: It's more of a metaphorical monster than a literal monster.
0: Yeah. The monster is really cool because it's uh, voiced by, uh, what's his name? Um, Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson, yeah. Uh, it's voiced by him. Uh, and it's a British kid, uh, that has to do with bullying in school, his mom getting sick, uh, you know, just stuff like, you know, overwhelming things. I think he's probably like in his young teens. Um, it wasn't bad. Uh, I liked, I Kill giants more, um, cause they're, and I, am only comparing it cause they're based off the same concept. Um, but graphically the movie was amazing. Acting was good. Uh, nothing wrong with it, uh, per se. Um, it's just I saw it before Um, so it really wasn't a big twist or anything Going on, but I liked it, it was good Uh, I give it two space herpes Um Maybe one and a half, I wouldn't go any lower than that Though, cause I mean, or higher than That I should say, uh, because it was just It was a good movie, it was just solid Uh, but wasn't in the meh rating type thing So, one and a half, two space herpes Kathy? I
1: watched, uh true lies for the for the first time since like the late 90s oh shit i remembered almost nothing about it except that i liked it and i mean that's the part that i took away from it was wow i really like that that was more fun than i thought it would be and which is what i i thought back back then and I'm pretty certain of that back then I missed the beginning because when it started at the beginning part, I remembered nothing. I'm like, what? <laughs> was
2: really it's not really important. i like,
1: what? I remember him <laughs> getting out of a wetsuit and being in a tuxedo. And I remember that party. But then after that, there's this whole chunk of time that I don't remember, but, uh, I was doing a job while it was on in the background, so probably that's why. Uh, I enjoyed it again this time. I enjoyed it more, probably. Because I wasn't um, freezing and working at the same time. (laughs) Uh, But Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold Schwarzenegger together were awesome. I, I like her in pretty much everything I've ever seen her in and Arnold Schwarzenegger after. So when I do my, my reading of Conan out loud, I decided like in the second session of, uh, of reading that story that I would voice Conan with the Arnold accent. (laughs) and uh, So it was interesting to be paying attention to that part of it. it I was researching it. We'll just call it that.
2: Researching, yeah.
1: I was researching. So that I can uh, i can make the next Conan even more uh, hilarious.
2: <laughs> and Bill Paxton of that is awesome. Oh, he's Great. It's funny because it's sort of like a weird aside from the main story. And you're like, what's going on? But it's just so enjoyable, you, you you let it slide.
1: And I totally forgot about the part at the end.
2: <laughs> so that just made it. Yeah, True Lies is a good movie.
1: It's just a fun, fun action flick, and uh, I didn't I didn't watch any James Bond, but that made up for it.
2: Yeah, I would say that's a a good homage pastiche of uh, James Bond. It's sort of like both an homage and a uh, parody of it at the same time.
1: I do feel like once I am finally finished working my way through all the James Bonds, I then have to watch the Austin Powers movies.
2: And then afterwards, I think you should watch the uh, Kingsman movies.
1: Oh, yes, that's a good idea. I saw the first one, but I didn't see the second one.
2: I like the second one a lot, too. There's a lot of good with it. I think people just sort of missed it on that one.
1: I also want to watch the David Niven Casino Royale from
2: the 1960s. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have to. It's yeah. It's definitely in your wheelhouse there.
1: I almost feel like maybe that should have been the first thing. But yeah. I, so I wasn't thinking about that at the time.
2: So, True Lies, how many space herpes? Uh, zero. I feel like that's appropriate.
1: Yeah. I that it's, it's so much fun. I would watch it again, even.
2: Cool. Uh, um, well, my first one. Oh, go ahead. Oh no. Uh, my first one is Avengers. I watched Avengers: Zero space herpes nice. <laughs> The only thing I really actively noted in it is, Tony starts a bit a bit of a douche in this. He's uh-huh. not quite where he is. He's his lines draw the line between funny and douchery. He's walking that line very closely. But I, it's still great when you want to see Avengers. That's, that's my review. I mean, come on. It's the
0: Avengers. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Um, Gonzo. So the next one was, of course, another Netflix one. Um, because that's what I did the only time. Uh, was a movie called Outside the Wire. And I need to look up because I could totally forgot this guy's name. I'm really bad with names right now. Um, and it is Anthony Mackie, uh plays a sideboard. check. Um, he plays pretty much a cyborg, um, doing this special op mission. The plot is not good. Action, fine. Special effects, fine. But overall, the story is just not good. Um, you've seen it before. You know what's going on. You kind of lose interest after a while. You're like, eh, okay, eh. Bane uh, okay.
2: Banean was watching it while eating dinner And it didn't capture me enough uh, it, I came in during right about a fight scene I watched the fight scene and then it wandered off It didn't grab me enough to sit down and watch it Or even note it beyond the name
0: Yeah, I mean it's not bad I mean it's better than a stick in the eye But I mean <laughs> What's it called again? Um, outside, outside the, the wire. wire
2: Outside the wire, yeah. yeah
0: It's on Netflix, it's not bad I mean it was good background noise As I was doing stuff. Um, But I mean, it it was okay. I give it the two and a half meh rating of Space Herpes because, like I said, it's better than a sharp stick in the eye.
2: You're like, this is an average action movie. Get out of here. Yeah.
0: I mean, I love Anthony Mackey, and he was actually good in it. Uh, You know, he had his, you know, he kind of played a douchey android, but it was still, you know, he had a couple of good lines, but overall, as a whole, eh.
2: I did feel like they they hampered themselves by putting him in the douchey android sort of role. He's mm-hmm. better when he gets to be a little more witty and personal because he's got a ton of charisma. Yeah, you want him to sort of be the pluckiest hero because I, he he fits that so well.
0: Yeah. So other than that, it was okay. Kathy, I mean, uh, yeah, Kathy, what's yours?
1: I watched a Netflix show. It's called In Family I Trust. And it's a Spanish comedy.
2: What? Like You're a... watching stuff in four languages? Oh, what's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> so just, for, just so people know, I don't speak Spanish. I totally had subtitles going. I, I prefer things in subtitles uh, instead of dubbed because I really like to listen to the language. Because I feel like you get that you get that original tone of voice with the original actors and everything. Oh, yeah. and, There's only really uh, a handful
2: of things I've ever seen where the dubbed is better than the subtitles.
1: Yeah. So, I absolutely loved this movie. I didn't know what to expect because I didn't read anything about it. All it had was the blurb about, you know... And the blurb's not even totally accurate woman finds out her boyfriend cheated and you know with a, a television personality and she goes back to her home but what it doesn't say is woman and guy are in a bar with their friends and they see this television personality and this this woman this television personality is one of the people on his list of people list of celebrities that you're allowed to cheat with, right? You've heard of that, yeah, yeah, yes, the yeah. thing. And so, his girlfriend, he's she's she's drunk because they're celebrating, goes up to this woman and introduces her boyfriend to her, and uh, and basically gives the okay, and then realizes later when. When it happened that, you know, she did have a a tiny role to play. I mean, obviously, her boyfriend made the decision to go and do it. But anyways, so it's not like she found out that he's cheating. You know, after like an affair or something. It's not like that at all. But anyways, so she goes back to uh, her family in this small village in Spain and... And it's really just about the family dynamic there. And it's really lighthearted film. Uh, it's a heartwarming moments about all these people who are are working through their, you know, their issues together as a family, helping each other work their way through the issues that they're having with their own little families. And the matriarch is, is amazing, Uh she was a great character and I just I loved it by the end I, I laughed I cried and it left me smiling so a success <laughs> oh. I gave it zero space herpes
2: Kathy only watches the good stuff apparently <laughs> so my second one will be a crossover with Gonzo since he did half of the assignment sorry since uh, we are counting down to the premiere of Giant Monkey vs. Atomic Lizard, we are watching all of the movies from that series. <laughs> we were supposed to um, both watch Kong Skull Island and Godzilla from 2014, but I imagine Gonzo only watched Godzilla
0: 2014.
2: Yes. All right. So Godzilla 2014 is, let's get it out of the way, it's kind of a miss. It's not a bad miss, but it misses because it sort of forgets the entire point of a fucking kaiju movie, which is the fucking kaiju. Yeah. Now, unlike a lot of people, because uh, I asked if I should purchase it or rent it since it's not available to stream, and I overwhelmingly got uh, purchase it, but the people who didn't like it really didn't like it because too much human drama, which I don't mind, but it's sort of the problem with some of these things. If you don't have enough human drama... I mean, at the end of the day, sure, I can watch Godzilla beating the fuck out of some other kaiju all day long, but that does not a good movie make. So the story starts off with Brian Cranston and his family, who are uh, running a nuclear power plant in Japan. And shit goes wrong, they don't know why, and then it cuts forward, and um, Brian Cranston's son is now in the military, explosive ordnance disposal. That'll be important later. And he's just a crazy guy living in Japan who keeps trying to get in there to prove that it wasn't an earthquake, to prove that they're wrong and they're hiding stuff. And of course they are, because interspersed in there, they show a hatched egg in a, uh, off of a South Pacific Island, uh, in a South Pacific Island. They were digging for minerals and they opened up this chamber and one of the eggs had hatched and, you know, whatever it was had crawled out. Uh, Of course, I'm not I'm going to spoil this because it's 2014. It's been seven years. Uh, It crawls to the power plant nests in there. And of course, the the uh, organization Monarch that's following him follows and keeps a lid on it, says it's a radioactive zone. Uh, Brian Cranston gets in trouble because he's going in there trying to find his notes. Uh, His son has to fly after he gets out of the military for leave. To Japan to bail him out, which I don't think actually happens. I'm pretty sure the American consul just comes and picks your ass up (laughs) and puts you on a plane back to America or whatever. But, sure, for the movie, I'll give it a pass. And he convinces his son to go in there and look, and they get captured, and then the MUTO, which is what they call all of them, I forget what it stands for, it's not actually important, it's a kaiju. Breaks out, kills a bunch of people, and Brian Cranston is killed, but his son is not. Um... I find the weird thing is how his son keeps intersprucing in and out of the story when really, it's like the worst luck couple days in anyone's life. He flies out, gets involved, they break out, you know, he, he gives them some information, like, we're gonna send you to Honolulu, that's only 50 miles away, you can catch a flight back to San Francisco, you're out of this. Well, of course Timuto makes its way to, uh, fucking, uh, Honolulu, because apparently it flung a fucking new Russian submarine from the north pacific to honolulu or i guess from the south pacific i would have to be it gets really weird there and godzilla comes of course because godzilla's gonna kill his ass because that's godzilla's job they'll say uh poor uh quicksilver i'm gonna call him quicksilver because he's marvel's quicksilver (laughs) uh keeps getting involved in bad problems and, and it keeps following him around basically and he's involved in the whole part and the whole thing is they're going to meet up because the other muto which was uh, the other egg was taken back to Monarch headquarters and put where they put all nuclear stuff in uh, Nevada and breaks out and they're all heading to San Francisco, where, of course, Quicksilver's family, the Scarlet Witch, who was his wife and slightly weird after watching a no Marvel movies, i going to say, and his son are and uh, Godzilla and the Muto's fight there and Quicksilver's involved. That's the basic plot and... I mean, when you get to see Godzilla and he gets to beat the crap out of stuff, it's really cool. Um, other than that, it is a little too much on the human elements, which would be okay if they had enough of the, the kaiju elements. Like I would love to see a knockdown drag out early fight with Godzilla beating the crap out of the one Muto on Honolulu and it running away because it can fly. And then of course he has to follow it. And then they're beating up on him. Uh, cause it's two on one then in, uh, San Francisco, but it just it it's sort of a miss. Gonzo, what do you think?
0: Um, I, I agree with you. There was the star-studded cast that was in there. You're like, okay, it's a star-studded cast. I don't care
2: for the most yeah, part. Brian Cranston for for like twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, I'm like, eh, I want to see giant monsters beat the shit out of each other. That's yeah. what it is. I mean, I, we understand you got to have the little human element, but yeah, it was a miss for me too. I I didn't care for it so much. I uh, wish it was more monster beating up, but other than that, I mean, it, was, it, it gets that meh rating. They could have been, it could have been better, but it wasn't.
2: Uh, I get a little better than meh. I get med plus because I think what it did right, it it did very right. Uh, I love just how absolutely incompetent the military is, but I actually feel like it's kind of appropriate. They have no idea what they're doing more on that in a minute um but yeah like i give it i give it two space herpes it's worth watching if you could if you can if you got the choice rent it i bought it i don't feel bad about buying it but i would not in uh, uh i wouldn't necessarily suggest that to everyone i really love godzilla movies so i can definitely get by it but i definitely like the story they're pulling with the whole the whole world they're building and they do a lot of world building which i like where godzilla is basically nature's way of stopping this other shit he's like he's Nature's protector almost. You know, oh this these shits woke up. Oh no, anytime people wake up, it's time to sit down, motherfuckers. I'm Godzilla.
3: <laughs>
2: and he fucks shit up, I'll be honest. So two uh space herpes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've got to look at the challenge, Nixel.
2: <laughs> uh Gonzo, uh, that was your third one.
0: Yeah, um,
2: it sounds like you give it two and a half. I don't yeah, it,
0: it was a man-type thing. Um, it, it's going to take 100000 total total for me to flip my camera, so you'll have to wait for that. Uh, donate whatever points you want, but make sure that you know that I'm not the real prize to be won here. John is. So uh, get ready. You say <laughs> that is false.
1: You say that.
2: <laughs> so, uh, Kathy, what's your half? Uh,
1: actually... So my half is is oh what was it called Effie Gray? I, I saw that on Netflix and I thought I would give it a try. It sounded interesting. Um, and it's it's a biopic about the wife of the Pre-Raphaelite artist John Ruskin. And oh, have a good night, Sidwe. Thanks for hanging out for a while. Good night. Uh, so it's depressing, I'm not gonna lie. It was so depressing.
2: Jeez. Not really my thing right I now. I am
1: but... uh I am not like Gonzo. So I it was it was past ten o'clock, it was past my bedtime. I said, You know what? I'm not gonna finish this <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I had thought maybe I'll maybe I'll come back to it tomorrow, but no. Now, I, I don't care if she has an affair with uh, another artist that's closer to her age that she meets who actually wants to pay attention to her uh, because her husband doesn't. Uh, yeah, no.
2: Fair enough. So, Gonza, do you want to save Kongska Island for next week?
0: Yeah, or let's go say that. That way, that way I can watch it. Um, I do remember it, but I haven't done it on a rewatch. Um,
2: uh, it is on HBO Max for free, if anyone cares. And Godzilla will also be watching Godzilla King of the Monsters, so he gets caught up. Oh, okay. Yeah, you ah. still got two, son. You can't escape.
0: Yeah. Make sure you remind me on Wednesday. Remind me Wednesday. There's going to be a crazy week at work. Um, I did want to go in and um, let everybody know that I did watch. Um, I'm. And in further into the season of the Good Place, um, and I'm enjoying it more, Kathy. Uh, it is becoming a bit better. <clears throat> I'm liking it a bit more. Uh, so, um, I'm having I'm having fun with it. Uh, we watch like every, uh, an episode every few days or so, or, or a couple of others. <laughs> but uh, I'm liking the Good Place. Uh, I'm definitely working my way through the rest of Stargate SG One. It's kind of my background music whenever I'm doing something uh, in the living room. And uh, this week I had to do that a lot. Um, It's definitely going to the thing of you can tell that they're wrapping up the stories. That they're going to be concluding everything because you can see people coming in for, oh, here's Stargate Atlantis. You can tell they're getting ready for Stargate Atlantis. They're getting ready for Stargate, you know universe and all this other stuff. But what I did think was interesting as I was watching this and then of course on my phone as an ad during Facebook, the start new Stargate SG one role-playing game that's coming out being kickstarted or whatever. And I just thought it was hilarious, which I guess someone else is doing it. So I'll have to wait uh, and I'll see it. I mean, cause to me, I think the Stargate universe is an interesting universe Um, I think it's got great potential. It could have made a great MMO in my opinion because you have unlimited amount of things that you could do and go. So it was just everything. But I'll have to wait. Um, I did see something I thought was funny. Is they're planning on a reboot of Quantum Leap? Um, I'm not sure if they're going to do the original actors or what, but supposedly there is going to be a Reboot or another season come out of Quantum Leap, and I was like, uh, "Don't know about that." I will that. take
2: sci-fi series I never watched for a thousand. There. <laughs> uh, I didn't,
0: I didn't watch, watch, it watch it a lot, but I did watch it enough that I know what it was about and everything. So not
2: a bit. My my Quantum Leap was called Travelers.
0: Oh.
1: I did not enjoy Quantum Leap. Yeah, I mean it's not that I hated it. It just yeah. wasn't one of those ones that uh that I was interested. I watched maybe a few episodes, but it never drew me in enough to care about it. Yeah,
2: correct. That was about me. Oh. Oh, Kathy, I got to ask you something. What is your opinion of the remaster of Diablo 2?
1: I haven't looked at it.
2: Yeah, they're doing I a remaster. I didn't even know that it Diablo was a thing. Two. Yeah, they they just announced it this past weekend, I think. Yeah. Thing.
1: Master.
2: Yeah, they're remastered. Yeah, they're also talked about Diablo four, which I probably won't uh, buy, but Diablo two is very near and dear to my heart. I love Diablo two. <laughs>
1: yeah. That was the first time I played Diablo was at my friend's house and, and uh, I was playing in her account.
2: One of the uh guys i used to play Star Wars uh the collectible card game from Decipher Games with like, Hey I played this, I enjoyed it here, have it and he just gave me Diablo. I'm like, all right. And I loaded up like, this is awesome. And then I bought Diablo 2 when it came out. And my ex-wife, loved the crap out of those games. So, there you
0: go. Well, guys, that is our podcast for the night. We appreciate everybody coming in. We appreciate everybody listening. Make sure that you bug John to make sure he goes and uh, streams more, more, more MechWarrior online. And make sure don't forget to watch Kathy on Tuesday through Friday, three to five central. As she's gonna be painting. Are we working on oils still, Kathy? Or are we just uh, back to normal? Oh, pain? we're
1: working on oils. My only pause in oils will be during ReaperCon online, where I will be painting uh, some Reaper models, and I'm pretty sure I'll be using acrylics because I'll be using Reaper paint. So, well, that makes my decision up for me. Yeah. I'll be using Reaper Clears, and I'll be painting Reaper miniatures during that time so. and that
2: is uh, March 5th through 7th for those of you who don't know and I yes. will post a link right here in the stream
1: awesome
2: thank you John
0: Boom. so oh. for more than dice oh wait we I'm will John. be raiding to the Pyro Club uh, they're doing Yay. their Harlan's Heroes Monster of the Week campaign uh, so we'll be sending y'all to them uh, but for more than nights, I'm Gonzo
2: I'm John Still,
1: I'm still Kathy
0: good night people
2: Good night. just really on about that neck where you're streaming. How many people want to watch me get my ass whooped like that?
0: Everybody (laughs) does. (laughs) Probably. Everybody want to watch you play. Everybody. 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 I'm
1: using
2: air quotes when I say play.
1: Except I was watching, I watched uh, an entire episode of, of, or a session of Harlan's Heroes last time or something, which I never get to do.